Welcome to the second episode of the High Post Paid, hosted by Jake, also known as Mando. And today, I just want to talk about whether the Spurs should be tanking or gunning for the plane, aka the 10th spot in the West. If you didn't know, in basically every Spurs community slash forum on the internet, people are debating whether, like, over the whole season, and especially right now, whether or not the Spurs should be winning all these games. Like, I think we're on a three or four game winning streak right now. We just beat, we beat the Pelicans, we just beat the Rockets, and we, as of right now, we're literally .5 games behind the Lakers for the 10th spot, and if you didn't know this, we basically have the tiebreaker over the Lakers because our division record is better. So, end of the season, there's like, I don't know, seven games left. End of the season, if it's a tie, then we make the plan. And we also have the tiebreaker over the Pelicans. So, if that's, that's just another thing, though I doubt we'll catch up to them. But, you never know. But, today... I'm going to tell you why I think the Spurs should be heading towards the plane and not tanking. So, my reasoning is we're a really, really young team. Okay, often what comes with quote-unquote tanking, people say, oh, just play the young guys, all the minutes, you know, lose the games, don't play your good guys. Here's the problem with that. Our young guys are are good players like when you say play the young guys okay well you're playing DeJounte Murray you're playing Keldon Johnson Primo Walker even Podal he's pretty young like that Devin Vassell like that is basically our starting lineup there so in order to really tank we'd have to like purposely just lose you know like play without any idea of the score just go out it, and you can't do that you can't tell these guys like they clearly they want to win when you watch them I watched both the Pelicans and the Rockets game last two games they were fighting Pelicans game was a really tough one because both knew that with tiebreaker whoever wins who gets it it was a big deal and even against the Rockets who were you know a lesser opponent and they were you know they were fighting a little bit. The Spurs are really like I wouldn't say it was playoff performance, like a atmosphere but they, they, you could tell they were playing with meaning clearly they've decided mentally, okay, we want to make this play. So another thing is tanking does not automatically mean, wow, you get Cade Cunningham it doesn't like, it's, you know, it goes to the lottery, and then it gets shuffled, and hopefully you get a good pick. Personally, I would rather start to establish a culture of winning, you know, going for every win. Because some may not admit it, but not every um, organization truly, you know, goes out there trying to win every night. And I don't even mean just tanking. I mean just not trying their hardest. You know, they're just kind of apathetic to wins. And more of 
revenue and stuff like that. So I would rather right now start this season because last season we were kind of eh. We didn't really have this late push. I'd rather this season have a late push, start to establish uh, a winning culture. Uh, and if we could actually make the plane, I think that would be great. Because first game would be hard. At, you know, it would be against, I mean, we don't know for sure, but probably, I guess, the Pelicans. And that would be a very tough game. I say we, we, you know, we win it. And then after that, we'd have to face um, Denver Wolves or the Clippers. Probably lose that one, which in my ideal world, that's what I want to happen. I would like to win the first play-in game, lose the second. Because I don't want to actually make the playoffs. Because then your pick gets worse. Like we, if we made the playoffs through the play-in, we wouldn't get a lottery pick. And would get obliterated, just murdered by the Suns. So there's no point in actually making the playoffs. I just want to make the play-in. Hopefully, uh, win the first game and then second game, anyways, would probably be against a better team like the Timberwolves, who have no, there's no reason that they should be in the plan. Whole other topic, but yeah. Now, another reason I don't want us to tank is I believe we're a lot better than our record shows. And uh, I think a huge part of that is literally just our youth. Like, we have a very good core foundation, but we cannot finish games. Like, I forget who it was. Oh, it was the Jazz. Against the Jazz, when uh, Pop got, you know, he, he broke the record for the most uh, coaching wins of all time. That game was the first game all season that we won where we entered the fourth down. We were, I think, 0-33. It was 31, 30, something like that. We were 0-33 whole season when we entered the fourth down. And then we broke that. So now we're 1-33. Like, we cannot come back the life of it. Like, finishing is just not our thing. And it's crazy to watch because... Just a few years ago, we were amazing at that. You know, back with Kawhi, even Demar. But that's just that's what comes with just having you know a bunch of young guys, just a lot of experience and nerves and whatever. So something I think that portrays that is if you look at net rating, we're ranked 18, right about middle. We're negative 0.2 which is just below the Bulls, and it's above, it's above the Pelicans, the Knicks, Clippers, Lakers, Wizards, Pacers, Kings, Thunder, I mean, most of those teams are pretty bad, but like, over the Clippers, is, you know, pretty solid, even the Pelicans, despite the fact that they have a slightly better record than us, you know, and we're right below the Bulls, you know, are supposed to be a lot better than us, and so, we are just on the verge of being like a, I think like the Cavs kind of type thing. Like if, if 
if someone on our team makes a jump, right, and we get a decent pick, and we get a player who's, you know, influential, like he doesn't have to be a, a Luka, but he could just be a Danny Green, you know, like someone who's going to make our team solidly better. I think we could jump from bordering on 10 seed to maybe not the Cavs, but you know, 8 seed. Maybe that's just me being biased, but I mean, when I watch this, I see an insane amount of potential. Like, when you look at our roster, we have DeJounte Murray, who is literally an all star. Then we have Keldon Johnson, who j- just this year alone has been making huge, huge improvements in his game. He's, I compare him to Draymond, which is I mean, pretty obvious comparison because he's, he's listed at 6'6. Yet he's physically huge, muscular, and he just bodies like he'll he'll just body a center, despite the fact that he's six six. Just with his physicality, it's insane to watch. And he's been making improvements, uh, mainly in his in his uh, passing and playmaking. And we have Total, who you know he's a solid center. He's been improving his shot blocking and overall defense. We just drafted Primo, who. I mean, he looks very raw, like he's still, he has a lot of off-shooting nights and, you know, little rookie errors, but he's a rookie, he's literally, I think he just turned 19, and his defense, especially for a rookie, has been very, very solid, good instincts, and we have Lonnie Walker, Zach Collins, we just traded for Josh Richardson, we have, I mean, I don't know how good it'll be, but we just got Romeo Langford. Devin Vassell, like, we have a lot of young guys that if they take a, a jump this year or, uh, not this year, but next year or the year after that, we could be, you know, kind of like the Memphis Grizzlies, a team that was just kind of bad, then mediocre, then they got a good player, and the next thing you know, there's a freaking third seed, and... That's, that's, personally, that's what I want to be. I want to be, like, the Memphis Grizzlies. I want to get, you know, a John Morant, which to me is basically DeJounte Murray, though DeJounte is, he's more, you know, he's less aggressive, he's more playmaking, but don't get me wrong, he still is. But, I think we're just one solid draft piece and a couple players making a jump away from... Grizzlies type of team. I just want to talk about as well two things. So team identity and just tanking in general. So to me team identity is a huge, huge thing. I mean, an example for me, I look at the the heat. It's very, you know, cliche to talk about heat culture, heat this, whatever. But it's real. Like they're very very just next man up and we see it now because the heat have been majorly injured this season injuries over and over and over and and yet not anymore but for a while they were the one seed all these injuries and players you've probably never even heard of in their starting lineup they were winning games and sure a huge huge part of that is Spo, who's probably coach of the year but Another part is, and you know, Spo is part of it, is their culture. Just culture of next man up, no excuses, just 
you know, you just basically just push through. That's what they've done. And and then you look at teams like the, um, the Thunder or the Rockets. They don't have a coach. They just kind of go out. They play. They have good games. They have bad games. When I watch them, there's just not much there. You can see, like in OKC, you can see a future with Giddy, maybe SGA, whoever else. Dort, you know. But they just they don't have like a thing. And you watch them, you're like, oh, that's their identity. That's what they do well, you know run the floor, they this. I don't see any of that, for the most part. Flashes, mainly with Diddy, but main thing that I want to start to establish is that winning culture. You know, like, that doesn't just come out of the blue. That has to develop. Like I said before, it has to develop, and a team that developed it, the way I personally kind of admire, is the Grizzlies. So, I want to basically copy their formula. It's not like, you know, the Spurs are new to this, so we have to build. And for the people who say, oh, well, thinking does work, though, I kind of agree. There are instances in which it does. Like, I mean, the easiest example to point to right now is the, the Philadelphia 76ers. They tanked, like, the greatest tank ever. If you want to tank, just, you know, ask Sam Hinky. But they tanked. They got Embiid, they got uh, Simmons, and they got Fultz. And of course, Fultz didn't work out. Ben ended up not working out. But still, they have Embiid now. Now they have Harden. They have, right, they have a solid roster. Two stars. Thing is, tanking does not guarantee success. Nothing, obviously, in sports guarantees success. I mean, the Sixers haven't even made the conference finals. The furthest they've made it in recent years with that Embiid and Simmons combo is Game 7 of the second round. You know, and that's not a knock on them. That was a great team. But, just outright tanking and ruining your culture like that for a chance at someone like that, Embiid, I just don't think it's worth it because, I mean, at the end of the day, we can make the plan, you know, lose first or second game and then still get a top Sure, maybe the, the odds of it are lower, but it's possible. And we have, I think, two more first round picks. I think it's two more. And then... I know the Raptors, if they make the playoffs, we get their pick. So, essentially, if we get, a, you know, an egg pick and we really are high in a guy, get the fifth pick. Because I, I doubt someone's going to be trying to get the first pick. But, you know, if we want the fourth pick or whatever, we might be able to trade our, you know, fifth, tenth, twentieth, whatever it is, pick altogether to get a higher pick. If the Spurs really, really are aligned on one guy who they think can fix our team for the future, sure, you know, go ahead. But I would rather win now. All right, that's the end of the second episode. Thank you for listening. Drop a like, drop a comment, drop a review, whatever you want to do.